Hello and welcome to another episode of Ahead in the Count featuring myself, Billy Steven, along with the co-host, Justin Bohannon. Justin, how you doing, man? How was your weekend? I'm doing great, Billy. Went down to South Florida with my girlfriends to visit some friends. Went out on the boat a little bit, trying to get away from all this coronavirus, uh, sitting at home. So just trying to grab some fresh air and get out with some friends. Uh, what did you end up doing this weekend? Yeah, man, I had work all weekend, you know, still, uh, I'm fortunate enough to still, you know, ha have my job and be in work and, you know, making some money and, um, yeah, you know, just, just, just doing the good deeds and, and, and staying busy. So, um, yeah, I see you were soaking up the sun and, uh, you know, sucking out that last bit of vacation time or as you Trying might call to. it. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, before, you know, all things kind of slowly start opening up again. I don't want to say back to normal because that's, that's not going to really happen anytime soon or if ever, but, um, yeah, you know, just ready for it all to be over at least. Yeah, definitely not back to normal, but it's a good sign. Um, starting to see things open back up like gyms, salons and all the essentials that, I mean, people need on a daily basis. So I need to get back in the gym, man. Let me tell you, I've already been like Googling all the gyms that I can be a part of, like, cause I don't know. I just feel, you know, those times where you don't like, you don't look like you gained weight, but you just feel it. And it's just not yeah. like, like not a healthy feeling. I feel like that's Especially where during I've been. quarantine. Yeah. Oh, that's how dude. I feel like a lot of people, uh, they feel like they probably gained a lot of weight. So they're, Dying oh, for the yeah. gyms open back up. Thankfully, both my gyms I go to open up today. So, looking forward to getting back in the gym and back to the grind. Where do you work out at? Work out at uh, Retro Fitness and Hardcore Fitness. So they both opened up um, today. So nice. I'll be back in there this week, getting back back to it. I think there's a gym right around the corner for me on 50 and Winter Garden that that I was going to check out, but. I don't know how big or small they were and if, if they kind of survived this this pandemic situation. So I'll have to check that out for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I think most gyms are beginning and opening, so. Yeah, I mean, sports are right around the corner, man. UFC came Hopefully. out firing with that uh, amazing card. I know, uh, oh yeah, that's something I forgot to mention there. Um, been three three fight cards in the matter of a week or so. Uh, Dana White, you know, really came out firing and had a an insane card. Uh, Francis Ngannou was last Saturday, uh, and then this most recent Saturday, the headliner fight was Alistair Overeem versus um, uh, Walt Harris. Who uh, I don't I don't know if the listeners know, but Walt Harris's stepdaughter was kidnapped and, and tragically murdered, and you know he really dedicated this upcoming fight to to her and his training process. And ESPN did a whole backstory on it. Um, I, I thought it was really great. It was, it was heartwarming. Uh, I don't want to get too off topic here, but you know, it, I, I don't really like the way ESPN spinned it for, for marketing reasons. But um, yeah, UFC and Dana White have really been working hard throughout this quarantine and really pushing to get sports back. So j just giving everybody something to watch and something that's so entertaining as UFC, it's just really incredible. So I, I know personally, I've been enjoying those, those UFC fights, especially how often they've been. Yeah, no, I mean, it's good to see sports get back into into the swing of things especially i know dana white was dying to get ufc up and running again um yeah, and he got so shut down twice you know he had the fight yeah, island going and then, yeah uh disney and what was the other one cbs maybe two, two big big heads of companies pretty much told him like don't do this so he had to back out twice now, yeah but. so it was good to see um in jacksonville they allowed them allowed them to come down and fight and put on a show for everyone at home that's been dying for sports and Recently, NASCAR NASCAR just had 
uh, their first race this past weekend, and I know they have. Yeah, Darlington. Darlington yesterday. Yeah, Darlington, and they have, I believe, seven more races within the next couple weeks coming up to try to catch up on their season. So. Yeah, that's good. I know. I know the the drivers were getting pretty sick and tired of the i racing, like the the virtual uh, racing on the computer. I know it's. I mean, I've played it. I've seen people play. You know, on Twitch and different things, and it's extremely realistic. But like, you know, yeah. for a professional player, that's like telling NBA 2K players to use your my player or use yourself in NBA 2K and start playing. It's just not the same. Like, yeah, I obviously no, can't not. relate, but I can understand it for sure. Understand the and frustrations. Golf, golf made a comeback this past weekend with oh, uh, yeah. Rory, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson versus Ricky Fowler, and can't I think forget. of his, his I forget who the other one was. Yeah, I can't think of his name, but... They had a Rory, cool tournament. Yeah, Rory and Dustin uh, took that little tournament away helped to raise money for covid so it was all for a good cause but it oh, was nice awesome. to see yeah it was nice to see them get out there uh being able to swing the sticks like they usually do uh, they looked not gonna lie they did look a little rusty um, oh i'd assume so yeah yeah they looked a little rusty but definitely good to see them get back in the swing of things and seeing sports slowly start getting back to normal yeah i mean speaking of sports you know baseball had the uh the big talk with the MLB Players Association and uh, the MLB owners. And, you know, I, I know we've been talking about this the past couple of days, so I know you're eager to get started. So why don't you kick it off and give me your thoughts here? Yeah, so the MLB and the owners basically proposed a 50-50 revenue split to account for the revenue loss by not having fans in the stands. Right. Which a lot of the players – not. I'm not going to say a lot of players, but there were some players who did not take that lightly. Uh, one of those being Blake Snell. Blake Snell said on his Twitch stream that he will not play for a reduced salary uh, due to the risk of contracting coronavirus, and he does not want to play for half of his salary, which uh, Bryce Harper did agree with him. And I would say probably most of the players would agree with Snell. I don't think a 50-50 revenue split is fair for the players. Um, as an owner, you you are taking responsibility of owning a team. Right. And you're, most owners are billionaires. So they, they know what, what comes with owning a team. Obviously, no one knew coronavirus was going to happen, but... It's the responsibility. Yeah, right? it's, it's responsibility it's... and the events of things like this happening. They need to understand the risk in owning a business, and this is one of them. Yeah, um, definitely. So they should. So they need to take their losses and pay their players, uh, yeah. not take away money from the players and only pay them fifty percent of their salary. Yeah, and I mean, with that said, like I, I don't know, you know, how too far in depth our listeners really know about how owners really make money, and that's through you know things like parking, um, food, merchandise, things like that, selling seats, obviously. So like if they're not having fans in the stands they're losing a ton of money i mean i think the number came out right and it was like a bill uh, what was it it was like 68 million a game or some crazy number like that they yeah, it was losing. it was a very high number uh it, it was above i mean a couple million. obviously not having fans in the stands it's gonna take a huge hit to their revenue right but, but i mean uh, i think i think you hit the nail on the head man like Owners, if you own anything, same with the, the look at the small business owners, right? Like it, it's not they're asking for help, right? But they're not cutting, you know, you don't see gym owners, for example, charging double or triple 
or you know i mean some gyms might be still charging but i know a lot of people's gyms around here suspended their memberships yeah, both, and just said, both my gyms suspended their memberships they weren't charging anyone right. that goes to the gym for the right, because time that they were closed that's the right thing to do right it's not it's like this covid situation yeah it's it's really unfortunate but it's not like this is something that happens every year where they're like oh you know players and owners you guys should have known so we're just gonna you know we're just gonna cut the pay and you guys just have to deal with it no it's not the situation it's all about coming together it's about building the product getting sports back for the people and just getting these guys back out on the field, right? And I completely understand both sides, right? But the the owners, I think, are doing a really poor job of accepting the fact that they're going to lose money, right? It's a business. It, it, it's something that happened. It's like the stock market crashing. You know, it's it, oh, stock prices dropped because of this. Same thing with your business. You know, your business is going to take a hit. And I think they just have done a really poor job of, like, understanding that and really coming to terms with it. Exactly. And considering that, the players' association already agreed to pronated salaries in March. Yeah, they so had a added, deal. Except yeah, they on had both a deal sides. for that, and then they come in with a new proposal to take more money away from their salary. And at a point, you just got to say no. I mean, it, players are going to be like, "No, I'm not going to play for that," and to take risk of getting coronavirus. And yeah, I think Blake Snell. Um... I think he mentioned something about he wasn't really worried about the fatality issue of it. He wasn't worried about going out there and dying, but he was talking about how the coronavirus has long lasting effects on your lungs. I think it is. And he was saying, yeah, why does. should I go out there and, and risk my, you know, the, my future health for being paid, not even a quarter of my salary. And he definitely has a point there. Yeah. And he was scheduled to make around 7 million for this coming season. So I think with all the reductions, he was, he would only make around, one million i believe it would come out to so i mean it is a big loss i understand that right. they yes they're, most of these players are millionaires but they're still playing they're still doing trying to do their job so asking them to take 50 percent of their salary away to go out and do their job while being at risk is a little crazy especially crazy. to make up for revenue for fans which are not going to be allowed in the stadiums to start Exactly. And it's the owners just trying to cover their losses. You know, we just keep circling back to the same. Like the owners are not taking responsibility for it. And I think even Trevor Bauer came out on a podcast or an interview pretty much saying um, he was comparing it to a painter, right? Like a painter and a contractor, yeah. you know, coming to terms on an agreement and then something going down. And then, you know, the contractor pretty much saying like, sorry, I'm going to pay you less to do the same exact job, which which is not right. Um so, yeah, it's a tough situation. And and I don't know if you saw this, but Bryce Harper actually had an Instagram post about uh, he had a pretty in-depth idea. I'll, I'll kind of glaze over it a little bit. So he he suggested that there's an East and West like the NBA. He says that there's 135 games. They're off, uh, their off day is every two weeks on a Monday. And Sunday they play a doubleheader, seven innings, 30 players, six-man rotations. Depending on if the pitchers want this, he said that could be something that, you know, yeah, the pitchers can kind of yeah. figure out. Uh, DH all around. Playoffs would be a two-week World Series like the Super Bowl. Uh, and then this is where it kind of gets crazy. So uh, he proposed that there's 10 teams round-robin format, college World Series style, at the new Texas Stadium or wherever stadiums are best. Three-game series. Win the series, you move on. If you lose, you play the other loser in a one-game wild card. Winner of that moves on the other team's. Or he's proposing that they play it in Vegas in the hotels because they can kind of keep the strip quarantined 
right? Yeah. And just, and I mean, you saw a small sample size of that with the UFC. Like they had over a thousand tests done, and they brought these guys in, they quarantined them all, and only one um, uh, had the coronavirus, and that being um, uh, was it Jacare Souza or no? Yeah. Yeah, Jacare oh, Souza. Yeah. And um, so just massively successful right there. Um, but yeah, his proposal was, was pretty great. He wants to open up all the platforms, no blackouts, just have everybody be able to watch it. And then you back up the season the next two. So uh, I, it's great. It's, it's a good idea in theory, yeah, it's right? A, it's a definitely an interesting idea to <clears throat> bring back baseball. But I mean, yeah. obviously in the 50, 50 proposal, they had all these um, major items included to, for the season. So kind of run over a couple of them. First one was it would only be an 82 game regional schedule with a universal DH. Yeah, I think 82. That's that that number just uh it, it is going to be a good spot. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think it's going to be I a sweet spot somewhere in the yeah, half. Yeah, I think they the can only play. Range. Yeah, right in the half. Um, universal DH, so pitchers don't have to worry about hitting. And there'll be a 30 man active roster instead of the original 25, and then you'll have a 20 player taxi squad. Right, where you could just pick and drop pretty much, but they always have to be ready, right? Yeah. So. The point those guys 20, travel? Yeah, the, the, I don't believe so. So the, tw- the point of the 20-player taxi squad is since there's no minor league season, it'll help right. keep players ready and available if there's any, uh, any injuries uh, throughout the season, which I think is it's definitely a good idea considering there's going to be no minor league season. But it's obviously if you have two first basemen and the, both of them get injured, then it's like, okay, what do we do now? So yeah, you can definitely. Same thing with squad. catcher too. Like, yeah. Definitely need more catchers than anything. And then there was 14, 14 teams in the postseason with games played in home cities in October. Okay. And with the 82-game regular schedule, so it'll be two East Division. So the two East Divisions play, the two West play, the two Central play. And then the expanded postseason. So this is also to help kind of recoup revenue for the shorter season. I think by the time they would get to the postseason, fans would be allowed into the stadium. I don't know at what capacity, but I do believe by the time they got to the postseason, they should be allowed to have fans. Hopefully. So basically it was the two teams with the best record out of each league would get a wild card round by. So they would have a bye week. Okay. And then two other division winners and the top wild card team host all of the three game series and wild card rounds. So basically the top teams that were below the two by or the by the by teams would host the uh, three game series in a wild card. So how many games total are we talking here? Since they said expanded playoffs, are they just they want to expand the number of teams or they want to expand the number of games? Well, played? yeah, I think it's number two because well, it's four. Yeah, now now would be fourteen teams. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the, I, th- I I think it could work. It's just. It's going to be interesting to see, um, especially when so the two other division winners get to pick their wild card round opponents. So being able to pick your opponent is a definitely an advantage. Well, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So they get to pick their opponent. Obviously, if they know they do well against this team, they're going to pick that team, et cetera. Um, and then the other two wild card teams will get paired up from there. So whatever teams don't get picked, they would play each other. And also what I saw was interesting is players are not paid their salaries during postseason. Wow. I probably know. I mean, this probably goes without saying, but probably no bonuses either. 
Yeah, yeah. no, I would assume not. I, yeah, it would make sense. Um, but I definitely think that postseason would be very interesting, especially when the two top uh, wildcard teams would get to pick their next two opponents, which is yeah kind of crazy to think about. And I know they had – me and you were talking about some of the crazy in-game, like, social distancing and yeah, safety those, precautions that we were talking about there. So I know in-game safety proposal is absolute bananas. It's, it's ridiculous. It's insane. Like, I think the one that stood out to me was no spitting seeds. So, like, my thing, just coming from a baseball perspective, is, like, a lot of guys – like David Price is a good one where he chews on a bottle cap for focus, right? It's like it's it's sort of yeah. a focal point, but not really. Um, you know, guys that like have chewed gum or or well, obviously more more specifically, guys that spit seeds. Like I know Arenado's a big one. I don't, I don't think he ever plays a game without seeds. Um, but they use them for focus. Some some guys do, right? Yeah, I mean, so dude, look at look at all them, the managers who spit. Aaron Boone's a big one. Chews seeds like crazy. Terry Francona. Yeah. I mean, there's big man big name managers out there that literally choose seeds the entire nine innings yeah but i mean i think like the the bigger impact that it has is on the players right so the guys yeah. that that chew the seeds and they use it for a focus tactic right so like that's their that's their way of you know focusing it on the game right or they use it maybe for like a timing mechanism maybe you know somebody stands in the box and they spit a seed before you know the pitch starts to come i, I don't know if that's specific to any one player but uh, it's just an example of like how you know some of these guys play the game baseball is extremely focus based it's you know it's extremely mental so like if you take something like that out of the game just in general in my opinion i think that's a that's, that's a pretty big you know that, that can make a big impact on somebody's career what you oh, know yeah, what I mean? I mean they might have to completely just adjust their entire game plan or find something that works you know yeah, baseball it's, a, have a, it's a juju it's, sport you know everybody yeah, worries about have, superstition it's gonna have a lot of impact especially i mean there's no spitting allowed in general which is insane right yeah no how high fives tell, either how are you gonna tell a professional baseball player who's played baseball his entire life that he can't spit on the field honestly they, they, if somebody told me that and i was playing I, I would just do it without it's autonomous at that point you know yeah I mean? Like, I mean they're probably not even to think about it and just do it i mean they've been doing it their whole life there's players who literally spit every five seconds and you're gonna tell I, him he can't spit anymore I it spit when I walk down mind. the street sometimes. Like, I, I just yeah. won't even know it. I just do it. And somebody's like, that's a really disgusting habit. You shouldn't do that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, you no, just yeah, spit. my girlfriend like, gets on me about spit. I literally spit. As soon as I step out of the car, I spit. It, yeah. It's it's just a and habit. Like, I mean, you yeah, can't you probably have these guys who – Exactly. And you're telling me you're going to have these guys a rule where they can't spit. It just, yeah. There's just no way it, that's it's going to work. Seems a bit ridiculous. It, it seems like they almost want it to fail. Like, they want these – parameters of the league to fail another one i saw was like no high fives which is we, what are you gonna have these guys do like sit in little cubbies like spread out along the yeah, dugout no, no high fives no fist bumps they can't shower in the stadium which is another weird one like they're all gonna these are professional athletes man they've worked their entire lives to get here i know i know that it's like a crazy time and i, I don't want to get into like the political side of it uh, because you know it's just not the place for it but man like let these guys shower in the stadium. You know, if they're already there and they're playing, like they're they're at increased risks. Let them play the game at the full capacity, or don't let them play at all. There shouldn't be any, you know, parameters. If you're gonna let them go in and play, let them play. Exactly. And the players um, during warmups and national anthem, like before national anthem, they they all have to be six feet apart, so they can't even go and interact with another player from the other team, like you see all the time happen. And especially. How's a, How's a mound visit going to work? You're going to have the, the, the pitching coach 
at the third baseline, you're gonna have the catcher behind home plate, like, hey, throw fastball, okay? We're not we're not we're not throwing curveballs to this guy. Like, how's that gonna work? Well, that makes no sense. No, are they just gonna take out mound visits? I'm confused. Yeah, is the is the is the coach gonna toss the ball from one pitcher and that just he just pulled out of the game to the guy coming in from the bullpen? Dude, there's just yeah, so well, many. I don't, it's know, if be so I don't weird. know if you saw, but this is an intriguing one. It's no pregame lineup exchange. So the rosters will be entered into an app provided by the provided by Major League Baseball, which yeah. is this just crazy. seems destined to fail. I mean, these, these yeah, parameters... I feel like they're putting yeah they're putting so many parameters around the entire proposal that there's just no way it's gonna it's gonna happen. Yeah, it just seems like the the restrictions put out are just like yeah 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 we'll bring baseball back if you do all these things, and it's just a way of like saving their own ass and just like yeah well you know. You guys do all these crazy rules, jump through all these hoops, and it's just not, I, I don't think with that kind of proposal it'll ever happen. You're not going to get all these guys, you know, on board with with a proposal like that. No chance. Yeah, not, and non-playing personnel must wear masks at all times in the dugout, and all personnel must make uh, efforts of not touching their face. And the people, so the I guess the bullpen guys have to sit uh, six feet away from each other in the stands, which I don't really understand that because. What? If everyone on the in the organization has been tested for coronavirus, why do they have to sit six feet away from each other? If right. they're if they're all negative, what does it matter if they're sitting next to each other? That's yeah, and I, I think a good example of this. I was watching all the fights the past week or the past few weeks, whatever it was, and all the staff for the UFC were sitting far apart, right? Like they their desks, they, they weren't even allowed to sit. The announcers weren't even allowed to sit at the same like area. They all yeah, had like their Yeah, like Joe Rogan and out. Daniel Cormier were literally six feet apart from each right. other. Right, but here's desks. the thing. Okay, everybody had their masks on or whatever, not the announcers, but like, okay, one fighter comes in on one side, the other comes in on the other side. Their teams all have their masks on, right? And then once the round ends, they come in and help their fighter. They take their mask down. They're talking. They're doing all these things. The fight ends. Everybody's mask comes off, and they start talking and cheering. Like, if they're all tested, what's the point of having their masks even there, for one? And then, two, yeah. what's the point of even, you know, I don't see the point in general. If these guys are all tested, they can't get it. So why wear the mask in there in general? And then two, why wear it and then not wear it at different points in times when you're interacting with other people? It's just ridiculous. Exactly. It just seems like this like really far drawn out process of social distancing that is it's crazy. And yeah, half I mean, the time these coronavirus just... tests aren't even fully accurate. You know, I like I said, I don't want to get into it that far, but yeah, and it's just crazy. I mean, the the rules like the six feet apart. I mean, if everyone's been tested. What do they need to be six feet apart for? They're in the same organization. They're in the same locker room. So if they're going to get it, they're going to get it some way or another. There, yeah, there's also, you know, there's also only so much they could do when the players are in, like, the organization's, I guess, like, areas or when they're you know, doing baseball-related things. What about when these guys go back to their hotel rooms for the night? You think they're just going to sit there and twiddle their thumbs in their hotel room? No, they're going to mingle. They're going to go do things with their life, right? They're going to go out to eat. So, uh, I yeah, don't but know, that was, man. that was another uh, rule in the proposal is they have to stay in their hotel. There's no outside eating at restaurants or bars. Yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, it does. I mean, I guess, the, I guess they'll be eating catered food from the hotel. I'm not really sure. But then and those also, guys have to get tested, too. Right, and then what about when those people go home and visit their families? What if they go out to eat somewhere and then they come in the next day and then they cook the food? You know what I mean? It just seems like it's a plan set up to fail. Yeah, and there's also no ride sharing or personal, no ride sharing, and there's only personal cars or team buses to the to the stadiums. 
so you can't take an Uber or Lyft. So I guess these guys who don't have cars would have to hook up with one of their teammates or get a ride or take a, a team bus. So that's crazy. Who knows know. where the state of the MLB is going to be, honestly. Yeah, and I thought another intriguing one was, have you heard about the fighting rules? Fighting? Yeah, so no. uh, like if someone gets beamed and they charge a mound. So no. players are not allowed to make any physical contact with any others for any reason. So if you get beamed in the head and you're trying to charge a mound, they're saying the violations for that would be severely do you, do you have what, 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 for those? What if you pull like a Jose Batista slide? What if you slide into somebody? Yeah, I'm not sure how I'm not sure how that works. I, I just think it's kind of interesting because you got to think of all these teams that might start chucking balls at Astro batters Houston. when they get up the bat. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that, especially when they can't retaliate and charge them out or do anything about it. So. Well, the commissioner's office protected the Astros anyway. They said that yeah. pretty much anybody before this pandemic started that they were going to, you know, they didn't say they were going to protect. They didn't use that word, but they came out pretty strong and said, listen, you know, if you have any like aggressive actions toward the Astros, you're going to be severely punished. I think one of them even said, um, or, or one of like the, the quotes from an article said that you could be suspended for the rest of the year if you peg an Astros batter. I mean, it's bound to happen. They're going to oh, get, yeah. they're going to get beamed like no other, especially Bregman and Altuve. Oh, I can't. I, I would be lying if I said that I wasn't excited to see Chapman face, you know, Altuve, Bregman, etc. So. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I just thought that was another interesting rule that they added was how severe the discipline would be if someone charges the mound and instigates a fight. Yeah, I mean, what? So I know at the beginning of this we said we just want the sport to come back. We just want to see baseball. But at this point now. Seeing all these parameters, seeing all these rules, like, do you even want to see baseball played at this capacity? I mean, obviously, I want to see baseball played. It's just with all these rules set in place, it won't even feel like you're watching a normal MLB game. I mean, you're going to hit a walk-off home run, and you're telling me your team can't come around the home plate and be there to celebrate with you? I mean, it's basically going to be walk a trot around the bases and straight to the dugout. Yeah, everybody has to separate and go home, go to their hotel room, sit in there, twiddle their thumbs yeah. after. <laughs> Big win. Let's go out for steaks and, and drinks. No, bottom, sorry. Bottom of a ninth down, down uh, by one run, hit a walk-off home run. Just a little, let me trot around the bases real quick, hit home play, and just run to my dugout and not touch a single one of my players' hands. I mean, yeah. I just think it's it's utterly ridiculous. It is. It is, man. And, like, yeah, they're going to celebrate to what? Oh, yeah. I want to. I love having a steak after a big win, uh, sir. Can I interest you in chicken fingers and fries delivered to your room? Like what? Yeah, I'm sure they're gonna have high class meals, but still, you know, it's just the precipice of it. And I, I don't know. I mean, personally, like I really wanted to see baseball come back this year, but reading all these rules and seeing just the impact that it would have, and I, I truly, I don't know if I'd enjoy watching it like this. You know, the camaraderie is what makes baseball baseball. You know, a big yeah. play and you know, everybody's Especially jogging with no off the fans field. in the crowd. It's going to, yeah. you're going to hit a, say you hit a walk-off home run and there's going to be no, nothing to listen to. It's just going to be the announcers talking. Yep no, yep. no Gatorade bath, no seed showers, no anything. 
know and like you look back to the baltimore orioles game when there was the the riots out in baltimore i forgot who they were playing but it was just a like an eerie feeling watching the game you know it, it was like you were yeah. watching the korean baseball league or something it was just it was odd very odd and i i personally i just don't know where i stand with this i don't know if i'd rather i, I don't think i want to see baseball in, in that you know capacity i think i'd much rather just wait you know and it just feels like it would taint the game you know it's such a beautiful game and the aesthetics of it are, are truly beautiful. You know, I, I don't think that you can take those away and still have the same excitement about baseball. No, yeah. I, don't, I mean, it's completely different for sports like the UFC because it's kind of cool to listen to the, the corners talk to the fighters during the fight, especially with no fans, so you can hear everything they're saying and, and all the, the background noise. So it's kind of cool in that aspect. But obviously, there's not going to be people talking to the – to the pitchers constantly and to the players on the field. So it's just going to be a bunch of silent noise and the announcers talking and hearing the bat come off the ball. I yeah, mean, the ball come off the bat. It's going to be really eerie in those stadiums if they end up do playing, if they end up playing. But yeah, like I said, I mean, I don't, I think if you take away all these aspects of the game, uh, it, it just takes away too much. You know, baseball's America's pastime. It's these little pieces of the game are what make it so great. And I just really feel that break this game down to a bare bones aspect of this sport. It's just not going to be great. And you already like people are already calling it a dying sport. I don't, I don't really b agree with that, but at the I, same time I, it for, for those fans that they're trying to engage with, like this definitely doesn't help. Right. It, no, the people that say all. it's boring one. Well, the people that don't that say it's boring, they don't understand the sport, but if you have those people trying to watch baseball because we're bringing sports back, it's just not going to, they're not going to understand it even more, right? They're just going to be like, wow, this is terrible, you know? So, yeah, this definitely hurts. Um, yeah, I mean, tough. hopefully even, hopefully, if they do play, that by postseason they can get fans in the stadium. Um, I guess it would depend on what capacity. I would believe it would probably be anywhere from 25 to 50% fans. I mean, so even I that, I, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, even that, it will, it will bring some excitement back and some live noise and action during the game, but I mean, it still like wouldn't a, be like a sellout Yankee Stadium or a sellout yeah, Fenway well, Park, so. But, I mean, you look at 25, or like 25, 50% capacity. I mean, like, that's that's like a typical Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays game in the regular season, you know? Like, playoffs are different because everybody's a bandwagon Rays fan when they, like, barely make the wild yeah. card game. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, I've always loved Tampa, but... You know, you look at their regular season numbers when they're not playing the Red yeah, Sox, the Yankees. Three, three to five thousand in the stadium. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, for some teams, honestly, like that capacity won't be, you know, won't be hard to to kind of maintain. But then on the other side of that, it's like everybody wants to get out and go do something. So, um, could help those numbers. I, I, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I wish I could say with more certainty how things would play out, but really, everything is so far up in the air that. Honestly, anybody that claims to know what's going on really doesn't. Yeah. I mean, I know they were talking about a June start date for spring training. Uh, limited to 50 players. So. And would they bring I it get, to Florida or Arizona? I feel like it would yeah, be. Yeah, I think, I think it would be Florida and Arizona. And all the games would be played at 7 to 9 o'clock at night. So there would be no day games at all uh, due to the heat, I believe the reason was. So every game would be played at 7 or 9 uh beginning to mid-june why don't they want the heat what's what's the matter with the heat yeah i'm not really sure i thought the I heat just, kills the virus anyway yeah i'm not really sure i just saw it was 
they said all games at night due to the the heat, which I thought it was interesting because I mean during that's, the regular season there's games played during the day all the time. So that's pretty cool though. Um, yeah, and then all the workouts awesome. would be all the workouts for spring training would be staggered. So yeah, I guess the players would have different times to come in, uh, kind of like what we do at at Orlando City now where I work. So different players have different times to come in and train and. Is it limited? Is it like groups, like small groups, yeah, or is it so, like individual? Yeah. So if you live with the one of the, so if the players live together, they can come and train at the same time. If they don't, then they're staggered with uh, at different parts of the field in different different uh, quadrants. So well, that's good. They, they don't have, have the space yeah, for it. Yeah. So we have like a nine thirty a.m. training time, and then a ten thirty, and then in between those times, we have to sanitize everything that they use, et cetera. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna be tough, man. It's got there's a long road ahead of getting sports back, you know. And like yeah. I said, I don't think anything will truly return to normal, and that goes for everything, right? Like the economy, the you know businesses, uh, you know, just the way we walk past somebody in the street, um, and and sports is included in that as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, everything's gonna be like this until there's a vaccine. And then once there's a vaccine, it's going to be up to that individual to go and get whatever it is that they need to potentially not get that, uh, potentially not get the coronavirus. It's just like the flu. I mean, I don't, I don't personally get the flu shot every year. Uh, I don't either. I've, I, I've never gotten it. I will never I don't, get it. I don't it. believe in it. Yeah. I don't either. I, th- I feel like anyone who gets it, they always get the flu every year. So I'm just not going to even attempt to try to get it. And it's the same thing with coronavirus. If they come out with a vaccine, a shot, whatever it may be, I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm on board with you there. Like, I, again, I don't want to get political. I don't want to really get off track of, of yeah. sports too much there. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But like I said, I think the biggest takeaway from this is that, you know, baseball will never be the same. Sports will never be the same. And the world we live in, at least for our time period, I personally don't think it'll be, ever get back to normal. You know? But, I, mean, I think I think sports will get back to how they were, like being able to fist bump and all that stuff. What, like I said, once there's a vaccine, once there, that's there, then I think everything would be back to normal. It's just, it's like I said, it's gonna be like the flu every year. I hope so. I really do. Yeah. But you know, sports are the first, the first vector. You know, Trump said that he wants to get sports back first. You know, he uh, yeah, everyone, everyone wants to get sports yeah, back. I mean, yes. everyone's I, the, dying to watch sports, no matter what it is. I mean, you can put a spike ball tournament on ESPN and I guarantee you'll get I'll watch of that right watch. now exactly yeah. I would yeah. too I know a lot of people are watching like marble races on Twitch literally it's just like marbles just like going down a hill you know it's we're just like yearning for entertainment right now yeah man. I mean I'm sure the esports industry is booming right now yeah absolutely uh the addition of Warzone uh just absolutely blew up Valorant came out I'm personally not a fan but yeah Warzone and all the tournaments that they're hosting over there have been drawing in a ton of numbers uh, on Twitch, though. So. Yeah, so, I mean, it will be interesting to see. I'm not sure when they have to decide on the decision for the proposal, but it'll be, it's going to be intriguing to see what they decide on because with all these rules that they have, there's no way that all these players are going to agree, especially taking a 50% cut of their pay. Yeah, I think salary really plays a part. I think safety. I think... There's got to be a level between salary and safety, and it's just the number's not met. You know, the the, the number's yeah. not there. We're not we're not where we need to be. I don't even think that the 
the safety requirements that were presented are even close to something that could be done, you know, with just the mass amount of people that are involved in an MLB operation. So, yeah, you know, like I said, we're, we'll just kind of sit on our hands. We'll wait and see what happens. And then, you know, if there's any more breaking news or, or uh, developments, then, you know, we could definitely hop on here and cover them. But for right now, uh, I definitely just think it's at a standstill. Yeah, I mean, like you said, until we find out what everything's going to entail and what they agree on, I mean, no one knows anything. So right now it's everyone just talking the talk, essentially. Yep, yeah, definitely. And just to kind of go off track here, but it's kind of related to our last podcast. Um, who do you think wants to come back and play another year of baseball? Oh, Bartolo Colon. I actually Bart- just saw that. Yeah, it just came out. He wants to come back and play one more season. He says it, it It doesn't matter what team it is, but he would prefer the Mets. Bartolo Colon. Yeah. Oh, big sexy. That sucks, man. You know, a guy like that that just wants to keep playing. Guy in his last year, and he has to deal with this. Oh. Yeah, because he didn't play in 2019, so it'll be a year off, coming back at 46. But... Hey, I mean, gotta respect the grind. Guy, yeah, guy wants to go it. out there and shove. I mean, I mean, that's how, for more. how most of these guys are. They just want to play. You know, they just want to play, and they want to make sure that they know they're safe. And I think that's been the tone across uh, multiple players, social media pages, and posts and things like that. They just want to play, and they want to know that they're going to be safe. But they also want to be compensated for it, and and yeah, rightly exactly. so. Rightly so. Yeah, rightly so. I mean. Back to the beginning, I mean, owners need to take responsibility and not take it out of the player's cut. I mean, it's just, you're talking about a billionaire versus, I mean, yeah, a billionaire and a millionaire, but not everyone in MLB is a millionaire. Yeah. I mean, look at all the rookie contracts that are out there. I mean, those guys would take major minimum. hits. Yeah, the exactly. league minimum guys. They would guys. take major hits. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I honestly, I think that's really all I have here with the – um you know, with the current situation right now and, and the MLB Players Organization and, or I'm sorry, the, the Player Association and where the, you know, these professional athletes are coming from. I completely understand both sides, but at the yeah, same exactly. time, I personally think that with the current standards set with all the distancing rules and I think it's going to take too much away from baseball and I personally would, if there was a vote, I would vote to just wait. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I understand what what you're saying with all the rules and it, it just won't even feel like baseball. So, I mean, if that's what it's going to come down to, obviously I want to see baseball being played. want to see the Yankees go out there and try to get 28, but it's just not going to be the same with all these rules and not being able to fist bump and celebrate with your team. It's just going to be a whole, a whole new ball game. Yeah. I'm all out. I'm all out. Let's, let's wait. Let's push it back and let's get baseball and, and other sports just full capacity before we do anything. You know, we're already this far into it without sports. Might as well just keep pushing, keep flattening that curve. And hopefully one day, like you said, you know, sports can get back to the way they were before. Totally agree with you there. And with that being said, um, you guys can go ahead and give us a follow on Twitter at ahead in the count and Instagram at ahead in the counts. Uh, we post regularly on there just kind of updating uh things that are going on around the league and whatnot but if you uh give us some love on there it'd be a very appreciated yeah follow the podcast as well if you're listening on spotify apple music or whatever it is 
going to try to pump out two of these per week. Sometimes it might be one. Right now, we're available on six platforms. We are on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify. So we're not actually on Apple Music yet, but we will be. Um, but yeah, go ahead and give us a follow. And you know, we, we, we appreciate the love. You know, We're just going to keep covering all the news we can and you know, just doing what we love to do. So, All right, Justin, uh, that's going to do it for me, man. Uh, 337 here on a on a monday afternoon yes sir and we'll uh, we'll talk soon and hopefully by the next time we have a podcast there's more news to talk about about the season but until then we'll we'll be listening and just like everyone else in the in the world trying to find out if there's gonna be baseball or not yes sir all right with that everybody stay safe